Exciting edition of Cineblokes. I'm one of your hosts, Nigel Wentworth. And I'm Benjamin Baker. And we are the Cineblokes. Yes. Uh, coming to you fresh off of seeing Seventh Son. Um, yeah. <laughs> didn't, uh, didn't love it. Um, uh, in fact, that's, that's kind of a bold statement. Yeah, that implies that there's something to like about it. Yes. And there's yes. not. <laughs> there's, there's not at all. Uh, no. <laughs> not really. Yeah, no, not, not at all. Um, uh, without, without giving the plot away, um, there was a plot. It was. Uh, it went tits up, really. <laughs> yeah, it really it was... did. Absolute. Uh, it was rubbish, is what it was. <laughs> it was just pure rubbish, all yes. of it. What I think what, what irritates me the most about it is that it, it essentially, at its heart, was a young adult film. Right. Much in the vein of you know. Hunger Games or Divergent or all all the nonsense that's out there, but they tried to mask it like it wasn't. Yeah, they tried to play on things that you might enjoy. I mean, like, oh no, it's fantasy, and then you realise, no, no, it's not. It's a shit young adult film made for thirteen-year-olds. Because yeah, I I don't recall from all the trailers, I don't recall the <laughs> the young love interest at yeah, all. No, from I, any of the trailers. No, but it was such a big nonsensical focal point of the film. Look, see, I, I feel like we should uh, preface this by saying that Nigel and I uh, both knew kind of what we were getting into. And actually, we were going to bring you uh, uh, another review of uh, Jupiter Ascending. This is true. We were, um, we were going to see that, but it uh, turned out the only time available was in 3D, and right. we didn't really want to subject ourselves to no, that much no, it, pain and suffering. It's, it's a bit too much Tatum in the face, I feel like. This is true, yes. Yeah. So, we opted for another horrible film, uh, Seventh Son, um, which, honestly, I might have preferred Jupiter Ascending. I haven't seen the film, but I feel like... Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was a wash, because even, even if Jupiter Ascending was mildly better, it's also longer... That's Which I true. think balances out. That, I guess that's fair. Because we would not be giving you this wonderful review uh, had we seen Jupiter Ascending. Yes. We would still be watching Jupiter Ascending. So, uh, yeah, I, you know, do we, spoilers? Do we want to, spoilers? I, I feel, I feel like... Uh, I'm not sure if we could really get into it without... Yeah, Without I, doing some spoilers. I feel like we should. Look, there's no so shock. There, there's no shocker ending. We're yeah. not ruining anything for and you. And I, I really feel like we should ruin as much of this film as possible so as to deter our, our wonderful listeners to not be indulged to see this movie. Yeah, they don't do, <coughs> they don't do a tremendous job of explaining much. Uh, yeah. you, you start off uh, with someone who's locked something in a sewer, it looks like, in a mountaintop. <laughs> um, and then... Apparently, ages go by, years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. A fortnight? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? Um, and then there's a moon, and suddenly whatever's in the sewer escapes. Uh, that it's apparently a dragon, and the first thought is, what the fuck was holding you in there in the first place? Like, what possibly was sealing you in there? I, I think, if I recall... Uh, I believe he, he like, poured salt around the, you know, like you do. Yeah. 
because far later in the film... But they don't explain that. Far later in the film, separated by maybe 45 minutes, we realise, oh, it was a witch. Um... And 45 not, minutes in. And not a dragon, which not, is what... <laughs> not a dragon. What we're led to believe. Right. Although, apparently in this mythology, they're pretty much one and the same. Yeah, basically. They're all so, just... Uh, yeah. And when they're not in uh, dragon form, uh, they're in hot, sexy lady form. <laughs> and man form. With, with lots of eye makeup and that yeah. sort of thing. There's um, the Hindu god Shiva, who's <laughs> a man. who's <laughs> a master of swords, apparently. Except when he's fighting a young girl. Right. And, yeah. and then not so much. Yeah, no, and then But uh yeah. so so <coughs> essentially that's that's where the film starts off and then you meet uh Jon Snow and uh he he goes to find his drunken master, uh Jeff Bridges, who let's let's just start off with the accent. Right. Um, um yeah. What the fuck was that all about? I, I don't know. I likened it to a British Bane, is what it sounded like it, to me. It, you honestly it, cannot understand half of what he says throughout the film. Yeah, no, not at all. It's all like, like when they did, uh, who is it, Brando, who had to do the marbles <laughs> yeah, in the mouth. Right. It felt like he just had, like, I don't know, like a sponge in his mouth or something. <laughs> the, the whole time, it was terrible. It was, it was very confusing. I mean... After a while, you kind of get used to the. Oh, you just—you're not going to say your consonants. All right, we get it now. Um, it's very mumbling type of. It's like if you see if you see a bloke in a pub just getting pissed and he's trying to talk to you, but you can't really make out what he's saying. That's Jeff Bridges through the entire film. Yeah, they did. I mean, they start off. He's in the tavern, and it's you know, it's, I guess he's supposed to be a drunkard. But he's not like that the whole film, but yet the accent never changes. Never, and also, uh, as you so kindly pointed out, that it, there is a, an air of Britishness to it, yeah. and yet no one else in the fucking film no has one. an accent. Even the, the the main character, who is a British actor, was like, no, fuck it, I'm over it. I'm just going to, you know, do this weird kind of American slash British slash whatever. I'm just going to talk weird, because... <laughs> Because Bridges is doing it, so I can do it too. But they don't... Uh, so, basically, uh, you know, we find out that Jon Snow is the apprentice of uh, of Jeff Bridges, who's apparently some sort of a witch, hunter, slayer. They don't even... They just call him a spook. Oh, he's they don't, a spook. And they don't really explain what that is. Yeah, right. Except that people pay him... To, loads of money, by the way. To, re- to reenact scenes from The Exorcist, which is what I thought <laughs> right at the beginning. There's a girl who's possessed, right. and he's yeah. an old priest, and he has a young priest. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, yeah. and he pretty much does the, yeah. leave this girl, and then she does. <laughs> yes, yes. But in his, in his accent, <laughs> the power of Christ compels you. The power of Christ compels you. Leave this girl. Uh, it, was, uh, it was garbage. I, anyway. I, I wish, <laughs> folks... I wish I could tell you that that's not what it sounded like, and we're exaggerating. Not in the slightest. <laughs> it was, it was that is the, that is the accent. That is it. <laughs> it is. <laughs> that is it. So, so we're five minutes into the film right now. Yes. So they they expel the the possessed, and it's uh, Julianne Moore, like you do. Yeah. Right. And uh, she, so they go to capture. She tricks them. Whatever. She kills Jon Snow, um, which is something I've been longing for on Game <laughs> of Thrones. Yeah. 
He's many managed seasons to make now. it five seasons now, and he dies within the first ten minutes of Seven Son. So, uh, so he needs a new apprentice. You know apparently. what? You know what? I honestly believe happened. I honestly think that Jon Snow actually got the part of the actual apprentice, and he was like, "No, this is awful. I've got better shit to do. Just kill me off." And they were like, "Hey, who do we get? To- oh, you know what? We'll just switch them. It's fine." And that's how this bloke Ben Ward somehow managed to star in this film, even though you've never heard of him. I think you've got a little too much credit there on uh, on old Jon Snow. Like You've seen him on the show, yes? Yeah, all right. Well, he's he's, right, he's pretty rubbish yeah, there. He's, uh, he's crap. So, and uh, let's not forget Pompeii. All yes. Right, fair enough. Well, everyone else did. Why shouldn't we? <laughs> so, so basically, uh, Jeff Bridges shows up uh, to this main character's home, and collects him because he is apparently the seventh son of a seventh son, which is supposed to mean something, but they never no, fucking explain it's it. Apparently, you're a, a badass. <laughs> yeah, you're supposed <laughs> to have cat-like reflexes, <laughs> increased strength, dog-like smell. You it's, know, it's something. All very... But they don't ever right. really explain it. And right. there's, there's like parts where they could explain it, but no, they don't. They just Sorry. like talking about a tapestry. Oh, it says there was thousands of you. Yes, oh, yeah. they're all dead. They're all dead. It's just Splendid. Me. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, yeah. And there was the one scene where they're going to fight a creature. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what's, if it's this, well, you know, well, what's that? You don't want to know. Well, no, if we're going to fight it, I, I do want to know. I'd like to know things. I'm your apprentice. You're a horrible teacher. Plus, there's the, what his first lesson, he... Jeff Bridges tells him, uh, stay in your room. Stay in your quarters. <laughs> so, of course, in typical movie fashion, he doesn't stay in his no, quarters. Not at all. He ventures out. But he's still inside their house, their, their bat cave, as it were. Their <laughs> secret base headquarters. The Seven Sun Lair, yes. you will. So he ventures out and he activates some sort of a sentry. It's a suit of armor that comes to life and attacks him. Um, what a piss-poor security device <laughs> when... Jeff Bridges has to slay it to turn it off. <laughs> Why don't you just have a safe word, like apples or something? Seven son! Yeah. Say seven son! Well, maybe, you know, I think, I think I figured it out. Maybe that is the safe word, but the statue kept fucking understanding. Kill it! Oh my goodness! This—it's awful. Um, and then there, uh, let's. Uh, so there's a love story. Oh yeah, right. I forgot if, all if you about the, call it that. The love story. They meet three times. Yeah, they're in love though. Uh, and the first time they meet, I honestly thought we slipped into a porno. Somebody had switched the tape the way they were talking. Their conversation I have seen many a time in many most porns start this way. Uh... It was it was all very like oh so what are you gonna do when you untie me I don't know what do you want me yeah, to do after he takes was, her into an alleyway and she's like what are you gonna do with me and all I could think was rapey things <laughs> like that's how it was coming off exactly the conversation they had <laughs> did everything but do it right there in the alley plus this also this whole encounter lends itself to the fact that the hero is the dumbest <laughs> bloke around. He knows that he knows what a witch is because he he lies. Yeah, it's effectively. I mean, he still he is the apprentice, but he lies about basically when he meets her. 
there's a group yeah. that's ready to go burn her because they say she's a witch. So he, you know, he's like, oh, I'm the, I'm the apprentice. I'll go take care of her. Well, he has no intention of killing her because she's attractive. You can't kill an attractive well, witch. You can't kill hot witches. Yeah. It doesn't work that way. So he takes her <laughs> off. And then at one point in their conversation, she's like, close your eyes. And he's like, why? And she's like, just close them. And then he's like, yeah, all right. And he does. And <laughs> <laughs> she fucking disappears. Doesn't see her again till much later in a, in a remote location. In, right. She just appears in a fucking lake. No questions whatsoever. Like, hey, how did you get into the lake? Uh, how did you get your clothes on so far? How are you in a corset with, with no... All I did was turn around for five. So I've got questions about what you're doing here. Nothing like that. No, he, actually, not at he all. does. He does ask you, "Are you spying on me?" And she goes, "Yes." He's like, "For who?" <laughs> and that doesn't uh, detract at no, all. Not, not at all. once does he ever just like, you know, maybe I should not trust this one. No. To the point where he's willing to fight his master. Yeah. And and she did betray him. <laughs> But he loves her. But he loves it her. He doesn't cause... even fuck it. I even said so. <laughs> right in the theatre. He's After like, the second time they met, they like, go and have sex. And she's like, oh, do you love me? And, and Nigel goes, ah, uh, he doesn't even know you. <laughs> oh, my God. It was, the whole film was rubbish. It's so rubbish. Uh, the, the problem is, is look, I'm I'm actually on board with a, with a fantasy witch-killing type thing. So, in comparison, let's take something like uh, Hansel and Greta Witch Hunters, right? right? Yes. So, here's the difference between this and that, right? Hansel and Gretel, uh, they don't pretend to be anything else. They just, they know the film is ridiculous and they say, hey, look, we're witch hunters. We kill witches. Witches are bad. That's what we do. And that's the entire movie. If that's all you, there's no stupid love scene. There's no weird plot lines. It's just yeah, we got to kill these witches before they get really powerful. That's it. That's that's the type of movie. They don't take itself too seriously. It knows the type of film it wants to make. Seven Son tries to, to mask, first of all, like you said, tries to mask its little young adult world that it really is. But then they just go off in all these different things. And every time something happens, there's like a whole backstory to it that they don't go into. No, And no. you're just supposed to be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that from the book I didn't read. Well, which is which is a shame because I honestly felt like the world they were in was interesting. Uh, exactly. Like I wanted to know more, right. yes. but they never explain it. Yes, and the and the the storytelling overall, uh, in it just wasn't cohesive. It didn't come across mm. right. It, it just visually it looked all right. It, it had a bit of a VHS hue, if you will. Well, uh, I mean, you know, in so, in so, I know what you're talking about in it, some it's scenes. A, for some reason, the movie just felt dated to me. Just like the, the uh, maybe it was a cinematography thing. I don't know. But I, I remember... Yeah, this, I feel like it was an intentional choice. I'm not well, sure. Well, yeah, I think because it <laughs> maybe was... Maybe not a wise one, but... <laughs> it felt that way throughout the but whole I'm sure, film. But I mean, like, the effects and everything. Yeah, were, the effects were, were good. bad. Yeah. You know, and, and again, like, witches that turn into dragons. Tell me more. Yeah, I But not, no, they I'm, don't no, fucking tell no, you more. No, they don't. She's just like, oh, where are my people? Where are my lieutenants? Oh, they're all here except for one. All right. <laughs> yeah, and these, these are supposed to be like, they're going to, she summons the generals and they're going to take out the world. And then really, oh, just took a boy with a staff. <laughs> yeah. 
you know. Who didn't know how to operate a staff the entire film, by the way. No, but then he gets a visit from uh, ghost mummy Obi-Wan Kenobi <laughs> and has a conversation to which I almost said aloud again when she's like, you're special, you're different, <laughs> you're divergent. I, that's what I wanted to say because that's where it was going with this. You're seventh I son just, of a seventh son. I, I want you to know we're not making these comparisons out of, you know, just some outlandish criticism. I honestly, the minute his dead mum showed up, I thought, oh shit, it's Obi-Wan. I had the same thought. Like, she had a wardrobe change. Yeah. And it looked like she, she was wearing like the Jedi She was as Obi-Wan. It was very weird. It was, it was very weird. Um, yeah, I, it just, I, I don't know. There's just so much wrong with this film. And look, it's, it had, like you said, the world they were trying to create, I felt like if they had told the story better, um, it probably would have been mildly interesting. Like you said, I like witches that turn into dragons. That's I would like to know as much about that as possible. Um, blood moons, sure, that's a witch yeah. thing, right? I mean, even the backstory of the like the, the of the main villain yeah. of Julianne Moore's character. You know, they they give you this real quick explanation from Jeff Bridges, which you don't even fucking understand. <laughs> Because uh, seriously, I, I can't, I can't overstate this. Like as an, <laughs> so as a fellow actor on set, how did no one be like Jeff? We don't know what you're saying. Yeah, it's. Uh, can you, I mean, can I know you... the script, but I still can't understand what you're saying. <laughs> the director's like, did he say the line? Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, we're gonna pretend he said the line. Just keep going. But just you know, roll with it. It was it was directed by someone named Sergey, so, <laughs> so he maybe prob- he didn't. Know he the probably line. had an accent too. Like it was lost in translation. Maybe I'm not sure. <laughs> But anyway, so they give this quick glossed over explanation of her, of the witch's backstory, you know. Yeah. Oh, she wasn't always bad, but then she became bad because that's what people thought of her. And I used to love her, but then I got married and she killed my wife, so now I've got a vendetta. <laughs> so like, oh, thanks for explaining that in two sentences. It was so just like... Don't... don't she was like, yeah, she was cool, and then she became a bitch, so now we've yeah. got to kill her. That's, that's basically his explanation. It's the worst exposition ever. Paint yeah. us a fucking picture. Don't just yeah. scribble and, with crayon. It, it was like they wanted us to feel bad for her, but really I was just like, you know what? Fuck them all. Just let her win. I don't care. <laughs> Okay. There was one point. All right. So, I'm sorry. There's so much information because it. So I guess Jeff Bridges has a troll that's like his loyal buddy or whatever. Named Tusk. Yeah, he looks kind of like an orc, but like an orc trollish thing, and slightly like Channing Tatum. It's it's a bit. So we may have seen Jupiter ascending, and we didn't know. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, but there's a there's he's supposed to be like his most loyal friend, right? And they're fighting assassins in the woods. By the way, there's assassins um, who are <laughs> awful at their job. Uh, they're supposed to be like the bad... Never mind. That's neither here nor there. Well, I mean, it's just in the job description of an assassin. <laughs> you just they, kill things. Yeah. And they're not very they're adept not very, at it. They're pretty awful. <laughs> uh, so they get back up onto this cliff, right? And Jeff Bridges is standing in front of his best friend. His best friend. And an assassin comes charging at him. And he looks at the assassin and he ducks and he lets his best friend get knocked off the cliff and I was like he's a fucking dick <laughs> which and honestly like Tusk doesn't talk you know <laughs> but he was, like, he was honestly probably the most likable character yeah, in the whole film absolutely <laughs> absolutely he's got a big uh, heart <laughs> but it, it was just it was such it, a dick move it was it was so it, look I, spoiler alert Tusk survives he makes it to the end of the film 
I'd be pretty pissed if you just ducked and didn't warn me. Oh, uh, yeah. Now, there, so the combat scenes were not terrible. I mean, they were probably the highlight of the film, to be honest. Yeah, they were. But they weren't. They weren't like. But they weren't great. They didn't reinvent the wheel or anything. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, uh, the uh, the Infinity Stone, I think, is what it was. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I all I know is that the exact same thing happened in Guardians of the Galaxy as it did in Seventh Son. If you take a stone and put it in a staff, you immediately get a level up and know how to use the staff. Yeah, and that's what we're supposed to believe that these these basically they're like demonic generals. Right under the main, you know, Julianne yeah. Moore's character. They're all supposed to be super good at their jobs, you know. There's, yeah. there's, like, they go, the five of them go and they lay waste to an entire city. Yeah. And then all it took in the end Is it was, uh, was, a, was a girl, like half witch, half human girl. Uh, the, the kid who's not been doing anything the whole movie. Right. And then, yeah, he finds a stone and then, boom, level up. Yeah. And then he just like yeah. he just touches him with staff and <laughs> melts him. That's all it takes. Like but he does it there wasn't even any cool fights with it. He yeah, just no, he, he just, just literally uh, just Look, my staff's glowing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he can throw things. Oh yeah. I'm sorry, did we forget to mention he can throw th- so That's think, what a clusterfuck this movie is. I think that was his that was his skill set really. It was just yeah. he apparently he was good at throwing things. But he wasn't very good. <laughs> Because he well, always missed. That, that's what that's what also irritates me about this is that if you if in real life throwing knives is very difficult. Right. To stick a knife, I mean anyone can throw one, but yeah, to stick sure. one, I can so throw knives all day. Throughout the film, he's sticking the knife into things when he throws it. Yeah. He just can't hit a target. So then he starts getting trained, and suddenly he can't. There's like times where he can't even stick the fucking knife in. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> and and they never they never do anything with it. No. It, it's like it the only reason Jeff Bridges or Bane British Bane decides to train him is because of how hard he can throw. And then he never it's not like it's not like he just becomes a knife thrower. Well, no, th- and and he's just got like ninja swords <laughs> and he starts taking out assassins with well, it. Well, there is a moment there's a moment which is this is what uh, this is how bad the pacing of this film is. When you establish something like that, right. you want it to be like the final moment, like a yeah. like a big trouble in little China moment, where <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. right at the end, he gets the knife throw and yeah. sticks him in the head, right. and that's it. You know, but in the in the big battle, there's a moment where I think the girl gets hit by something, and the kid just throws a knife and sticks someone right in the head. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, oh, well, that would that would have been it. That would have been the big moment right yeah, there. Right. But then Jeff Bridges goes in with Julianne Moore and has a moment is almost killed. And then suddenly out of nowhere, the kid throws a knife again and sticks her. Yeah. And it's like, no, wait, no. Yeah. So was that yeah. was that his big moment? Or, both, or was that his big moment? Both were wildly unceremonious. <laughs> yeah. Like, no one said shit. Yeah, it wasn't like he, there wasn't even a camera moment where it just pans to his face and he's like, oh, shit, I hit it. Not at yeah. all. It's just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, come not, on. Not me. even a mumble from, from, yeah, not from even Bridges. A, or, go, go for it. Go for it. Seven sons of seven sons. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, uh, see, now, and now this, this film was so bad, we've gone on too long. I'm sorry. So it's, we, I just, every but, time we talk about something, that we forget something else because it's just. 
uh, whatever. They All just right, threw so, everything and hoped it stuck. So we need to we need to rate this right I, now. I I I am going to give it. I am going to give it a one point five Harbor out of five. <laughs> in honor of Mr. Bridges. That's, that's fair. Um, I am actually going to give it uh, a one out of seven sons. <laughs> Who's the first? Who gives a fuck? <laughs> gives a fuck. Yeah, it's it's one out of seven sons. It's that bad. Yeah, there's yeah, there's at least seven actors in this film that should not be in the Seventh Son. Ironically, this again, this was a doing it for the money picture for a lot of people involved. Expect every famous person in this movie to do some wild independent film with this cash they got from this movie. And I'm not even certain if Jeff Bridges knew what film he was doing. Like, I think he thought he was doing, like, a drunken Merlin <laughs> on stage somewhere. Like, he may not even be aware he was in a film. Yeah, I think he got tricked. I really do. I think I think he got tricked. <sighs> well, uh, <laughs> yeah, so hopefully the next time around we'll have better news for you yeah. at the cinema. Right. <laughs> um, but... For now, stay the hell away from Seventh Son. We can't stress it enough. In fact, I mean, I would never really honestly find myself saying this uh, in normal life, but since I haven't seen Jupiter Ascending, <laughs> and I have seen this, if you have to choose between them, I would choose that at this I, point. I would, absolutely. At the very least, isn't Sean Bean in there for a minute? Yeah, but... Yeah. You might get to see him die, yeah. and that's worth it, I feel like. Is, it, is that worth the price I, I of admission? I think that's worth the price of admission. After seeing Seventh Son, yes, that's the price I'll pay. For watching Jupiter Ascending is watching. I mean, I'd pay to see Channing Tatum get killed, so <laughs> it might be a win-win, you know. Yeah, you never know. We won't know because I can't do that twice in a row. <laughs> well, uh, this has been Cineblokes. I'm Nigel Wentworth, and I'm Benjamin Baker, and we will see you at the cinema. Mm-hmm.